What's going on to the Camp Podcast? I'm Isaac. Nick is uh, out doing husbandly duties tonight, so it's just me. I'm sorry. It's just me, so you're just going to have to deal with it. Um, hopefully you like what I have to say. Uh, there's a lot of really good wrestling that went down uh, this past week, starting off with the uh, AEW's Fighter Fest. Uh, it was their free show. Um, so if you were expecting an all-out extravaganza, kind of like what they did for All In Double or Nothing, you're probably going to be expecting too much. Um, solid show. I have a feeling that this is what a lot of their weekly television could possibly be like, except for a couple things. Uh, let's jump into things. The buy-in, the free show that was on YouTube, SCU versus Private Party versus Best Friends, winner advances to the all-out shop uh, at a first round buy for the AEW uh, Tag Team Tournament. Uh, it was a really fast-paced uh, match. A lot of back-and-forth stuff. A lot of spot setting up. I'm not going to spend a whole time on this. Uh, best friends win via pinfall. Um, after the match, the Dark Order appears on Titantron. They tuck some shit. Um, lights go out. Come back on. Their goons are surrounding the ring. If you don't know who the Dark Order is, if you watch Double or Nothing 2, they were the guys who came in and destroyed everybody. Um... Still don't know a whole lot about them, but I know that the big dude is a pretty good finisher. Um, lights cut out. There they take off. The best friends kind of look around the ring, and that was it. Um, the entire time, so this this whole fighter fest thing is a festival. It was a a show within a gaming tournament that was going around that weekend, I believe. Um, they were making a whole lot of fun of the fire festival that flopped last year. If you don't remember that. Um, then a lot of the jokes were going to be a little over your head or you're going to miss, they're going to miss the mark. Like it took me a second to figure out that they were making fun of the, the failed festival from last year. Outdated reference guys. I mean, we're in the age of the internet where shit moves quick. If you ain't making this joke, uh, three months after it happened last year, then you might be a little late. A lot of funny shit happened. They're talking about, uh, um, they didn't have enough money for bands um, they didn't have enough money for for uh, ring girls, all this other stuff. So they had these mannequins. A lot of little fun things like that. Uh, but still, meh. Uh, Ali versus Leva Bates. Leva Bates comes out uh, with her librarian shtick. I've seen many different people try the librarian shtick. You got to be committed to it. You got to be very stone faced, stoic. Leva Bates doesn't really do that. If you don't know who Leva Bates is, she was blue pants in NXT. Got super over. She's done a lot of character work. Allie's a, an above average wrestler. I'll give her that. But this match was trash. I, I will just go ahead and say it. A lot of people are going to blow a lot of smoke up people's asses. But Allie versus Leva Bates was garbage. Just flat out trash. It was not a good match. Allie wins via pinfall. Um, next we get Michael Nakazawa versus Alex uh, uh, Jibaley. I guess he's the CEO for the uh, the gaming tournament, so I have no idea who he was. I honestly probably wasn't paying attention. It was a hot that day. I was out at a car show. Um, but, yeah, this match, a lot of fun, funny spots. Uh, Michael Nakazawa does the whole body um, oil thing to get out of a, um, a waist lock. Uh, it was just fun. Not a lot of crazy spots. Uh, Michael Nakazawa wins with this mandama claw thing that he uses. He pulls out a thong that he was wearing. It was fun. Uh, <laughs> next, we get uh, Christopher Daniels versus Sima. Um, not really familiar with Sima. 
they were tucking him up. I guess he's really big in China. Um, pretty good match. Simo wins via pinfall. And he's going to be facing uh, Kenny Omega at the uh, Fight for the Fallen in July. Uh, next we get uh, Yuka Suzakazaki versus Rio versus Nyla Rose. A lot of really back and forth offense here. The uh, smaller uh, women showing a lot of uh, their uh, athleticism here. Uh, Nyla Rose is a physical beast. She's ridiculously strong. Um, so this match comes. Ray, uh, Ryu does like this Trouble in Paradise roll up. Picks up the win. After the match, um, uh, Rose attacks uh, Ryu from behind. The crowd's booing her. Sakazaki comes for the save. They double uh, jumble kick, double drop kicker. Like she goes out of the ring, and then uh, Ryu gets up and gets shoved. So, yeah, looks like uh, not a lot of friendship going on there. After they were working very well as a team in the ring, even though it was a triple threat match, solid match, really good stuff. Adam Page versus MJF versus Jungle Boy versus Jimmy Havoc. Um, Kip Saban's on commentary. Uh, MJF. Dude is fantastic on the mic. Let me go ahead and pull up the, the, the audio. Because his shit was good. Sorry. So self-satisfied. I haven't even said it. Cut my music. Cut my music. So self-satisfied. I haven't even said anything yet, guys. Come on. Gotta let the man speak. What, are you guys having flashbacks of being shoved in lockers again? I'm so sorry. That must just be awful. Pipe down, guys. Pipe down. I'm going to try to make you guys feel as... I'm going to try to make you guys feel as comfortable as possible in your own skin, okay? So how about I give you nerds something I know you're going to love? whose basement you live in, she swallows, so. Hate to break it to you. Hate to break it to you. Little pop quiz here for you nerds. What happens when you got a dollar store Tarzan, a 65-year-old grown man who's still in his emo phase from high school, and Seabiscuit? In the ring against the youngest and fastest rising star in professional wrestling today, Maxwell Jacob Friedman. You get MJF getting the W, baby. Are you guys seriously going to talk while I'm talking? Yeah? Yeah. What are you... Uh, actually, MJF, I'm a level 45 Padawan Warlock Knight, so you better watch your mouth. Newsflash, you pencil neck geeks! If I wanted to hear your opinions, I would turn on TLC and watch reruns of my 600-pound life, so shut up! 
Those gaming terms don't really connect, but you know, we'll let it, we'll let it slide. You know what? I'm on the wrong foot here, Florida, and I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Listen, listen. Allow me to extend an olive branch because, as we all know, I am salt of the earth. I want you people to know we're not so different, you and I. I used to love video games. Yeah, video games! Video games! Yeah, I love video games, and then I lost my virginity. <laughs> and that's why I'm gonna win tonight, baby, because I'm better than you, and you know it. Certainly. Definitely one of the uh, best talkers AEW has. I'm not sure if they even have a whole lot of major talkers. Um, so, a solid match, a lot of good back and store for a fun. Uh, Jungle Boy. Does this crazy-ass jungle gym-type flip you do as a kid um, from the outside on the turnbuckle to the farther outside onto the floor. Um, he kind of clips his head coming down, which is crazy. Um, some good shit. Adam Page wins via, via pinfall. They're building him up so he could be a legit contender to Chris Jericho, um, I guess, at their next event. Uh, Cody Rhodes versus Darby Allin. I am not at all familiar with Darby Allen. If anybody came out as an MVP from this event, it is Darby Allen. Duke comes out carrying a body a uh, a body bag. Um, they have some crazy ass stunts. Um, he does this coffin drop from the 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 top turnbuckle to the apron, misses it. Cody Rhodes gets out of the way, cracks his back. Oh my god, I thought he was dead. Um, Cody Rhodes puts him into the body bag. Hits the uh, uh, the knee to the face as he does off of the, the middle rope. Um, don't remember what it's called. Um, goes for the pin. Doesn't get the... Doesn't... Darby Allen kicks out. Um, Cody Rhodes is freaking out. He goes for... or he, It's called the beautiful disaster kick. Um, or disaster kick. And then uh, he goes to finish him off. Time runs out. As he uh, hits the... The, um, good God, why can't I remember it? Um, Crossroads, he goes for the pin, one, two, time's out, match over, 20-minute time limit draw. Um, the crowd's chanting for five more minutes, doesn't happen, Sean Spears appears, Molly Wops Cody Rhodes with a chair. Cody's busted up, unprotected chair shot. Blood starts pouring out of the back of Cody Rhodes' head. Apparently, the chair was gimmicked. It wasn't done right. Um, still, yeah, it was. It was. It was crazy. Out comes MJF. Um, uh, SoCal Uncensored to check on him. I think there's another person that I don't remember who. Um, but yeah, it was some good shit. Uh, main event of the night: Kenny Omega, the Young Bucks versus Pentagon Junior, Phoenix, and Laredo Kid. Uh, this was probably the best match of the night. Um, a lot of crazy stuff, a lot of a lot of tag team maneuvers. Uh, some really, it was just a really incredible fast paced match. Kenny Omega wins, picks the win um, on Laredo, uh, Kid Laredo or Laredo Kid, whatever the fuck his name is. Um, crazy spot though. Nick Jackson, middle of the ropes. Ray Phoenix comes over, Spanish Fly. It was just bananas. Some really good shit. The Young Bucks came out dressed up as uh, Street Fighter characters. Um, Kenny Omega was just as a Kuma. 
yeah, good stuff. Uh, now the the unofficial main event: John Moxley, Joey Janela, hardcore match. It was brutal. There was a lot of uh, plywood wrapped in barbed wire, a steel chair wrapped in barbed wire. Um, Joey Janela jumps off a ladder from the outside onto uh, Moxley through the table. Uh, there was a, some thumbtack spots where Moxley ripped Janela's shoes off and then forced his feet by dropping his feet onto the thumbtacks. Um, DDT, Moxley wins. After the match, Omega comes out, destroys him, takes him out, gets his revenge from uh, Double Nothing 2, setting up their eventual uh, feud down the road. So, all in all, a pretty decent show. Um, there was people that were kind of giving them a pass. So, my criticism from them is that it feels like an indie show with lots of money. Um, the guys who are the top-tier talent are clearly the top-tier talent. The guys that are the middle-tier talent are clearly the middle-tier talent. Then you got your lower-level talent. That isn't just ready yet. I don't as far as good as Jungle Boy is now, he's gonna be better in four, five years. Once he gets some entering experience with guys who are that much better than him. Um it's just there's guys you see wrestle and you're like, Okay, I kinda of get where they're finding their niche at, but when it comes down to it, is comedy wrestling going to to really matter as much as it does and i'm a fan of it i don't know i thought the uh the hardcore match with the ceo and uh the dude with the body oil it was just no to me it was just a little too much goofiness and i just people shit on it when wwe does it but when AEW does it they lose their fucking mind that's i, I don't think the the criticisms have to be fair both ways um, I think the women's division isn't as talented as everyone says it is. I think they got one stud coming that they just signed. Other than that, meh. 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 Yeah. Um, let's jump into Monday Night Raw. Um, so we covered, me, Nick, uh, last week covered that Paul Heyman had officially signed and was going to be running Raw. We were all waiting um, to find out if, w, if he was going to be running Monday Night Raw. We got our answer pretty quickly. Uh, False Count Anywhere match. Braun Strowman, Bobby Lashley. No bullshit. Straight to the wrestling. Here we go. They hyped us up. What's been going down? Let's do this shit. They go at it. They start beating each other's asses. Um, they basically... Uh, they uh, they end up at the, 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 uh, the entrance area. And they go through the Tintron. The, the LED screens. There were explosions everywhere. Pyro going off in the back. Um, smoke was everywhere. You can hear people screaming out, cut the power, cut the power, cut the power. They finally get everything under control. Bobby Lashley's on the ground twitching. He goes stiff. There's little things that people do that make things so much better. Bobby Lashley went stiff like a man that got knocked the fuck out. Then he starts twitching. He did. He played it off really well. I'm sure Bobby Lashley has seen some dudes get knocked the fuck out in training, um, and MMA, and done the same thing because that was really realistic. Shout out to Bobby Lashley for selling the fuck out of that. Absolutely loved it. Um, 
So for the rest of the show, there's this massive LED board just missing. Just great. Uh, next, we get the Viking Raiders versus the New Day. Uh, match goes off, starts. Um, Samoa Joe comes out, chokes out uh, Xavier Woods. Uh, Kofi Kingston comes out to break it up. Starts fighting. We get the Viking Raiders, Samoa Joe versus the New Day. Huh, sorry. Oh, uh, the best part about this was that uh, one of the Viking Raiders jumped on the New Day when Samoa Joe is laying the beat down, cementing the Viking Raiders' heels, which is great. Uh, we get the so we get this uh, six man tag match. After a commercial break, you know they're still doing them. the whole the whole no wrestling during commercial break thing. This was one way that that worked out very well. I really thought it was good. Um, it advances the Samoa Joe and uh, Kofingston feud, and possibly build something up with the War Raiders and the uh, New Day. Um, Samoa Joe wins via uh, choke out. He chokes Kofi Kingston out. Pretty good shit. Um, So Drake, so the twenty four seven title, good stuff. Uh, Drake Maverick lost it at his wedding, like we had talked about. Um, Our truth. So Drake Maverick and his wife are are going to their honeymoon. Let me go and just play this. Okay, honey, don't wife. worry. Soon we're going to be on a sandy beach celebrating our honeymoon. You brought me to Raw for our honeymoon? Oh, no, 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 no. I didn't bring you to Raw for our honeymoon. I brought you to Raw to meet Dana Brooke. Dana, this is my wife, Renee. Hi, hey, it's so nice to meet you. Yeah, yeah. So how's the married life? Married life is great. We need to keep going. I'm sorry. Look, it's just a stop along the way. I promise you. You're obsessed with the 24-7 title. That's true. You have a choice. Is either me or the truth. The best thing is, he's trying to deny it and he's wearing a Maverick 24-7 uh, t- uh, shirt. 24-7 championship. Look, of course I choose you. You're my wife. Look, hold me. I love you. Okay? Look. Look at me. I love you. I'm not going to let anything spoil this on you. Okay? Don't mind me at all, dawg. I'm a sucker for romance. I'm in the mood for love. R-Truth is fucking great. Uh, no Way Jose versus Cesaro. Uh, no Way Jose comes out to the ring. R-Truth is... So, Drake Maverick and his wife are at ringside. R-Truth comes out dressed up as one of the... Uh, uh, people in the Noe Ozen conga line. Um, he basically hops on the the uh, the barricade there. Is taunting Drake Maverick. It is just hilarious. Uh, match doesn't last. Doesn't even get started. Uh, Cesaro destroys him. Plain and simple. Um, some good stuff. Uh, Taker comes out. Basically. So Shane McMahon and Drew McIntyre come out. Um, talking about the Undertaker. The Undertaker comes out. And basically says. Um, that. That uh, Roman Reigns didn't um, ask for help. That he's basically tired of Shane McMahon and Drew McIntyre. And they basically need to have their souls taken to the depths of hell. Yeah. Um, 
Next, we get a Baron Corbin, Lacey Evans, uh, a backstage interview thing, um, or Vignette. They're basically talking about how Becky Lynch and all this stuff, uh, Seth Rollins and them, um, is losing the Universal title really worth uh, uh, Becky Lynch. All this other stuff, saying that uh, Seth Rollins has wandering eyes, if you know anything about Seth Rollins' uh, past relationships. They're not wrong. Uh, Natty versus Lacey Evans. Poor Natty has to put Lacey Evans over. That girl is not ready yet. Um, not her entering work. Her mic work is great. Entering work needs more fine-tuning. Natty does a good job putting her over. Uh, best part is, Natty at the upper hand. Baron Corbin trips her as she's hitting the ropes. Referee doesn't see it. Lacey Evans hits her with the yeah, woman's right. Game over. Uh, so AJ Styles is backstage. Um, the the good brothers have been kind of giving him shit, uh, trying to egg him on. He says, "You know what? Next time." Um, or they say, "You know what? You got lucky. Uh, you beat Ricochet this time, but you, you know we don't think you do it again." Uh, so that's other stuff. Uh, AJ kind of blows him off. Um, they the good brothers run into Ricochet. Uh, they basically say, "You know what?" Um, basically going along the lines of that that you know the AJ Styles says he could beat him Ricochet was like he's really good but next time you never know next time I can beat him uh, Good Brothers run back to AJ Styles saying that Ricochet's talking shit AJ Styles walks around runs to, to Ricochet they have some words he just slaps the fuck out of him Ricochet retaliates AJ Styles smiles and they have a match later on that night uh, two out of three falls match. The Miz versus Elias. The Miz jumps on Elias. Beats him really quickly. Uh, the next fall. Um, uh, the next one. Um, uh, the Excuse me. Elias gets it back. And then after that. The Miz wins. Takes him out. Takes out his knee. Figure four leg lock. I don't know what Elias did to be jobbed out like that man. It's really interesting. I don't know. I don't know where they're going with Elias' character. Um... Now I gotta play this part because this is this is just weird. It was weird. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome my guest, the Raw Women's Champion, Becky Lynch. And my other guest, the Universal Champion, Seth Rollins. Charlie, before we get started here tonight, I just want to let Bobby and Braun know we're thinking about them, I'm wishing them a speedy recovery. Well, that is very kind of you. As we saw, Braun has had quite the night, and really, you two have had quite the week. Before we get to anything else, let me congratulate you on your respective victories at Stomping Grounds. You're welcome. <laughs> you know, but your celebration was cut rather short because soon after, Baron Corbin and Lacey Evans challenged you to a mixed tag team match, and you accepted. And now, you're putting both of your titles on the line in a winner-take-all scenario at Extreme Rules. Looking back on that decision made about a week ago, would you maybe call it impulsive? What, wait, impulsive? Imp impulsive? I'm, uh, no, me, impulsive? No. Bex, tell him I'm not impulsive. Him? Impulsive? Never. Wait, wait, wait. Let's let's look let's look at all the facts here. All right. Look, we know one on one, you can beat Lacey and I can beat Baron, but at Extreme Rules, okay, the stakes are raised a little bit because, well, if you get pinned, I lose my title, and well, if I get pinned, then you lose your title. I, I wouldn't advise you lose my title. 
Well, I wouldn't advise you lose my title. I find it a bit desperate, you two calling yourselves the first couple of WWE. The first couple of WWE. Because you're not. I mean, you walk around here with your accolades and your titles, and Becky, you beat the baddest woman on the planet, Ronda Rousey. But I pushed an eight-pound baby out of my uterus. Let's see you do that. Because I think that deserves a pretty big title. And Seth, you don't impress me either. <laughs> the only reason why you're universal champ is because my husband hasn't had the opportunity to take it from you. Your match against Baron Corbin and Lacey Evans isn't an extreme concept. But you know what? I got one for you. How about here tonight, me and my take on you and yours? <clears throat> you want to fight? You want a little bit of mixed tag action? Yeah, we'll slap the heads off both you dopes right here, right now. Y'all done messed up. Uh, so that match was next. Um, Seth Rollins is basically molly whopping uh, Mike Canales. Uh, see here. I gotta pull this up because it was. Uh, uh, yeah, it was. So, so Maria Canales is tearing is talking shit to Mike as he's in the ring. I'm getting his ass kicked, and then uh, Seth Rollins tags in Becky Lynch, and this is what happens. Mother to ever compete in the ring in WWE, Corey. Things are just going terribly. I wish Frenchie would have kept that off. You're supposed to protect me. You said you could mop the floor with Seth, but I should have known better because you can't even mop the floor at home. You disgust me. No, 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 I'm pregnant. I'm pregnant. Please. So Becky taps her belly and just like walks away.
think you're man enough to get me pregnant. This is terrible. The man's gonna have to disarm her. Let's just disarm him. Here are your winners by submission. The Universal Champion Seth Rollins and the Raw Women's Champion, the man, Becky Lynch. How on earth could you just go back to calling a match after what you... Announcement, congratulations. Best part is after the match, Maria goes off the board. I cannot believe you are the father of my children. I have waited and waited and waited for you to be a man, for you to grow up, for you to take some responsibility. But you, you're just a disappointment. The only man here tonight was the man, Becky. So maybe the next time, I'll ask Becky to impregnate me. Mike has this distraught, broken look on his face. Man, I didn't know what to think. I was really hoping Nick would have uh, been here tonight so we could have talked about this a lot more because it was some bizarre shit. But Raw got weird. Raw got weird, man, towards the end. I don't know what the fuck happened. Uh, next, we get a moment of bliss. Uh, Nikki crosses there, Carmella. Uh, Carmella's like, yo, Nikki won last week. Why your bitch ass getting the title shot instead of Nikki? Talking to Alexa Bliss. Um, so we get Carmella versus Alexa Bliss. Alexa's talking to Nikki. Quick roll up, one, two, three, Carmella wins. Next week, Carmella versus Nikki Cross. Nikki Cross picks up the win, thus cementing why she should be the one getting the shot. But WWE did a really good job of, of protecting Alexa Bliss. We saw on the um, 365, she's still um, struggling with concussion issues. Um, she's been cleared, but probably to be on the safe side. Um, we got another 24-7 shenanigans. Gonna play it, because it was great. Here we go. No, you've put up with a lot the last couple of months. Jack Maverick's walking in the back you. with his wife. I'm gonna make sure that this honeymoon's great. Thank you, honey. Let me go freshen up. I just want to go on my honeymoon. I'm done with this. I just want to go on my honeymoon. You got some water? No. Whew. You ran all night, man. Enjoy, man. Have a good time, Dre. Yeah! Oh, my God. Bring me a referee! Bring me a referee! Are you kidding me? Honey, I know I said this honeymoon was going to be great, but now we get to do it properly. We get to do it 24 7! Let's go! Come on! Come on! Forget my bag! Come on! 
Oh, that was just great. Um, next, we get uh, the main event of the night. Uh, United States Championship. Uh, so, Ricochet versus AJ Styles. Um, really quick battle back and forth. AJ Styles hits him with a phenomenal forearm. Um, quick cover. One, two, three. Ricochet has foot on the rope. Referee calls for the bell. Um, another referee comes down. Says, you know what? No, no, no. Starts pointing at, at, at uh, Ricochet's foot. Saying he's under the rope. We start the match. Um, this time, the club is down by the ring. Ricochet wins the roll-up. And then Ricochet wins, retains. Quick, Pretty decent quick matchup. Um, a lot of good back-and-forth action. I really like this. Uh, the, the club is kind of like clapping sarcastically. AJ Styles turns to Ricochet, shakes his hand, and then just decks him. Ricochet goes down incredibly. He saw that amazingly. He just like crumbles to the ground. No bump, just really realistic. The club come in. They jump him. Magic killer. They give him to AJ Styles. Styles clash off the middle rope. AJ Styles is a heel, baby. The club is back together. Now that's how you end Raw. Um, let's jump into SmackDown. SmackDown wasn't as good. Um, so let's see here. Um... So SmackDown kicks off with the Kevin Owens show. Drew McIntyre and Dolph Ziggler, or you know, Drew McIntyre, Shane McMahon there. So they're not afraid to take her, this and that. Uh, Kevin Owens is ripping into them, getting, just talking mad shit. Just little digs here and there, 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 there. Out comes, uh, um, so they're about to start a fight with with uh, Kevin Owens. Looks like Kevin Owens might be going face. Uh, Dolph Ziggler comes out, starts talking shit. Kevin's like, oh, no, yeah, it should have been you, this and that. It should have been, yeah, you're right. It should have been you seven years ago, and it was for a little bit. But uh, but that was it, and so they're drawing back and forth, um, talking about who should be the next uh, competitor to face Kofi Kingston for the title. Um, Shane's like, you know what? No, it's not gonna be none of you. Matter of fact, both of you. We know odd couples um, make tag teams sometimes. So how about you two versus Evan Shinry tonight? If you win, um, you'll get a shot at a. Or if you win, you'll get a shot at Daniel Bryan and Rowan. If you lose, um, Heavy Machinery will get in and it'll be a triple threat match. Interesting stuff. Um, so, then we get a Big E versus Daniel Bryan. Um, pretty quick matchup. So, this is one thing I will point out. That there was no wrestling during commercials because all the matches ended before uh, commercial break. Or, our main event actually went through a commercial break, which is great. Um, so, Rowan goes, uh, attacks Big E. When Big E uh, misses a dive to the outside um, to try to get Daniel Bryan... Or, yeah, no, they actually... So, Daniel Bryan sidesteps it. Uh, Daniel Bryan goes for a diving uh, headbutt through the rope. Suicide dive. Uh, Biggie hits him. Uh, Daniel Bryan stumbles back into the ring. Rev goes to check on him. Rowan throws uh, Biggie to the uh, post. Throws him back in. Um, Xavier Woods comes out. He gets taken out. Uh, Daniel Bryan with the uh, the running knee. Daniel Bryan wins. Uh, let's see here... Caleb Brax is backstage with R-Truth. I'm going to play this. I play a lot of clips on here when... when just as time filler. But, you know, it, it works out very well. Mm, here we go. I remember when I went on my honeymoon. No, was it? Well, we started to go, but we couldn't go there. Then we decided, no, it rained. However, 
in the insensitivity of essence, we never did get to go on that honeymoon. But what's better than two on a honeymoon? Three. Three. I heard that Hornswoggle and his wife was right here in San Antonio, Texas. So Mr. 7-Eleven, European TV champ, I'm coming for you. I want my baby back. Oh, that was just great. Um, next, we get a moment of bliss. This time, Nikki Cross is, is the host. Um, Bailey is the guest. Uh, they go back and forth. We get Nikki Cross versus Bailey. Bailey wins versus Bailey, Bailey to Bailey Suplex. Um, yeah, nothing great. Um, so next, we get a, a, a interaction between Samoa Joe and R-Truth in the ring. Samoa Joe and, and uh, R-Truth. Not R-Truth, Jesus. Kofi Kingston. Uh, let's see here. Joe, look, I don't know how many times I got to say this, but I'll say it again for you, just so you understand. At WrestleMania, I beat Daniel Bryan for the WWE Championship, and I did that by myself. At Stomping Grounds, I beat Dolph Ziggler inside a steel cage. I did that by myself. As a matter of fact, at Money in the Bank, I beat Kevin Owens by myself at Extreme Rules. I'm gonna beat you all by myself. But let's, let's talk about you right now, Joe. Let's talk about what you've done by yourself lately, Joe. What have you done by yourself? Besides losing the United States Championship to Ricochet. If I'm honest, man, look, I, I'm actually having a little bit of sympathy for you out here. I almost feel bad for you, Joe, because what I want to know is what happened to the old Samoa Joe? What happened to the Samoa Joe that would take on all comers head on? Now, now we got Samoa Joe creeping around. We got you sneaking around backstage, attacking people from behind. Your ass is too big to be playing hide and seek. You see? You see, that's what I'm talking about. You always have an answer prepared. You're always real slick off the top, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, always ready. See, it's kind of like going back to WrestleMania, right? Your big moments. You're victorious, celebrating in your ring, but you're always thinking ahead, Kofi. You come rolling out your all-American family. And remember, son, make sure you climb up on the top rope, hold that belt real high, and make sure you're wearing daddy's new shirt so we can peddle it to all these mindless idiots who think you actually care about them. Right on cue. Right on cue, this is the part where Samoa Joe insults my family, right? This is the part where Samoa Joe insults my kids, right? You see me out here smiling, I'm not even mad about it, Joe. I understand why you're doing it. It's because you're jealous. Jealous Joe! I know why, I know why you're jealous, Joe. I get it, man. If I was you, I'd be jealous too. Because let's be honest, man, you will never have a moment like I had at WrestleMania to share with your kids. You know, it doesn't matter how much I come out here and I tell the truth about people. 
Everybody still exists in their willful ignorance. So I say we do a little experiment and I prove to these people what you truly are. And it's a real, real simple offer. I want you to shake my hand. And you will do so in recognition of one fact, that for the past two weeks, when I've locked you up and I've put your ass to sleep, you came to the realize that what is standing in front of you is the next WWE champion. But of course, all deals have two sides. And here's what I'm gonna guarantee you. For this small, infinitesimal gesture, for this you putting your ego aside and putting the better hold of all your friends, all your supporters, and all your family first, I guarantee the safety of you and all those you hold dear all the way up until extreme rules. And all you gotta do, Kofi, is shake my hand. Tick-tock! There's nothing uncertain about that gesture from a defiant champion! Trouble in paradise! Uh, Kofi Kingston flipped them off. Uh, Trouble in Paradise. Uh, so yeah, good shit. Um, next we get uh, Andrade versus Apollo Cruz, and this match was supposed to happen a couple weeks ago, but Andrade's uh, mom passed away. Their aunt passed away. Just condolences to him and his family. Um, this was really good back and forth match. I mean, Apollo Cruz showed off what he can do. Uh, some really good shit. Um, Selena Vega gets involved um, on the outside. Uh, does a hurricane run into. Um, Apollo Crews, which is allowed Andrade to get the upper hand. Double arm DDT. Game over. Andrade picks the win. Good solid win. Good matchup. Quick. Fast-paced action. Next we get Ember Moon versus Mandy Rose. Uh, Ember Moon wins. Don't really understand what's going on there. They had this little backstage segment with, uh, with Sean Benjamin. Not really a whole lot went on. Just some weird shit. Uh, Heavy Machinery versus Kevin Owens. Dolph Ziggler. Heavy Machinery pick up the win. That's all that really matters. Um, so it's going to be a triple threat match at Extreme Rules. I guess they're going to have a Kevin Owens and Dolph Ziggler feud going forward. Um, so that could possibly be really good. Let uh, let Kevin Owens be a, a face. Try to give the man a face run. Uh, let's jump into some news here. Not a whole lot. Uh, Luke Gallows and Carlson have apparently resigned with WWE. Uh, hence why they are going forward with the, uh, re- the reunion of the club. So that should be pretty good. Um... Cain Velasquez is going to make his uh, his pro wrestling debut at a Triple A Triple Mania in August. Um, he's going to be tag teaming with Psycho Clown and Cody Rhodes. Looks like interesting. Interesting. Um. Let's see here. So that should be interesting. I really wonder how that's going to go down. Uh, uh, Triple uh, Triple Mania is usually a Frog Fest, um, Botch Fest Mania. So we're going to wait to see that. Uh, one thing I did I forget did forget to mention on Monday Night Raw was that the Street Profits were there. Um, they were fucking great. You know what? I, I got to play it. <laughs> <laughs> 
I gotta play it. Great. My name is Paul Heyman, and I am the advocate for Mr. Money in the Bank 2019, Brock Lesnar. Now, it's been a weird night for Seth Rollins. It's been a bad night for Kofi Kingston, which means it may just be the perfect night for my client, Brock Lesnar, to cash in the Money in the Bank contract. I mean, maybe Brock Lesnar's here tonight. Maybe not. What? Hold up, fam. <laughs> he said Brock Lesnar in the building tonight. You for real? Brock Lesnar. For real? Yeah, him. Brock Lesnar. Oh yeah, he said. You mean Brock <laughs> Lesnar? That boy said that with pure intensity right there. I like it. Oh, look at that. That head is beaming right now, Paul. I see you, fam. Yeah! Paul, Paul, hey, man. Hey, man. What up? Hey, man. Hey, man. I like this tie. You done? Leave. You finished? Oh, Paul, don't be fam. that way. I don't have time for this. I'm going this way. Because I'm, I'm a busy man. Come on, oh, Paul. Come on, Paul. Come on, fam. Don't be like, like that. Uh, I'm gonna play the other clip from the uh, Street Profits on Raw because they are just so fucking uh, Let's see here. Speaking of hot demand, please allow me to introduce my guests who are making their Monday Night Raw debut. Ladies and gentlemen, the NXT Tag Team Champions, Angelo Dawkins and Montez Ford, the Street Profits. Ooh. Welcome. Yo, what up, Charlie? How you feeling, fam? I'm feeling good. Doing feeling? all right? Oh, I'm feeling great. Yo, Montez, where we at? Charlie, 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 what such a great introduction, Charlie. But it seems to be missing something, man. I don't know. Uh, I know what it's missing. I think it's missing a little flavor. Flavor. A little flavor. Go ahead. Get some of that flavor. Get some of that flavor. Oh, uh -huh, there we go. There we go. There we go. Finally! Nah, fam. That ain't what we doing. Ladies and gentlemen, we are gathered here today for a very special sermon. Your NXT Tag Team Champion. Angelo Dawkins. Montez Ford. The Street Profits on Monday Night Raw. And we're here to bring the swag back uh -huh. to Monday Night Raw. Talk to him. Now, because we have these titles, uh -huh. it doesn't mean that we don't want the smoke. Okay? Because mm -hmm. we want the smoke. Huh? We want the smoke. Talk to We want the smoke. Uh-huh. We want the smoke. Come on, Charlie. We want the smoke. Let them know. Uh, they are fucking fantastic. Uh, so the reason why they were there was saying that Paul Heyman wanted them there. Um, they're not sure if Triple H wanted there or not. So there's a whole lot of... Uh, what's up? Um, so my brother actually just showed up right now. He's in town for the weekend. Um... So, yeah, so we're not 100% sure they were there. They're not officially on Raw yet, so we'll have to wait and see um, what's going to happen there. Apparently, there's, like, this whole struggle with creative 
Um, Triple H doesn't want him to leave yet because they literally just won the NXT Tag Team titles. But, I mean, they were entertaining. So, what's the way to see what's going to go on there? Um, let's see here. Uh, so, speaking of Raw, so... Apparently, the, the show was still um, mainly put together by Vince and uh, head writer Ed Koski. Uh, Paul Heyman was sitting on Gorilla the, uh, the entire night with Vince. Um, so we're not 100% sure what, whose was there, what was whose idea was what. I mean, it could be the possibility that this was a lot of this was Vince and Ed's idea, but that Paul Heyman went and just kind of manipulated to get the true potential of Vince's kernel of, of idea. Maybe that's what it's going to be. I mean, if it is... Raw was great, and this is going to be a whole lot of fun shit going on. Um, so, again, we have to wait and see till this hall goes uh, takes over. And it's going to be a transitional period. It's going to be maybe a few weeks, maybe a couple months. Who really knows? Uh, let's see here. Billy Gunn's son, Austin, reported, uh, Billy Gunn's son, Austin Gunn, has reportedly signed with ROH. Um, he had made a... Uh, his last appearance was at the AEW, Double or Nothing, Battle Royale. Um, he was a spinning image of his dad. Uh, probably needs to work on his physique a little bit. Uh, he is a little smaller, uh, so we'll have to wait and see on that. See how that turns out. I mean, ROH has been getting bagged on left and right. They have lost a whole lot of talent. Um, they're going to be doing their interview show outside of New York for the first time in a really long time. Uh, let's see here. Uh, so apparently a lot of the WWE refresh stuff has been because they're worried about losing teenage fans uh, to AEW because AEW is going to be seen as a fresh new product. Um... And so they want to get those fans back. And it is absolutely something that they really need to. If you think about it, uh, the our love of wrestling has been passed down usually from a parent, uh, an uncle, an older brother, someone a little bit older than us, brings us, introduces to us. They fall out of love with it at some point, if they ever do. And then we have children, nieces and nephews. We bring them along with it. They're along for the ride. And so it's just like a train that keeps on going on. If it, WWE loses that teenage fan base they're not going to have a fan base in the future because if there's no one to pass it down to it just kind of dies off and then the AEW will take over um tony khan speaking of AEW, tony khan basically said that the uh, chair shot cody rhodes took cody rhodes took was uh, supposed to be gimmicked it didn't work very well um when they go on to on uh, to tnt there's a, a strong likelihood that there won't be an intergender wrestling and there's not going to be blood and it's going to be a totally different show than we've been getting if that is true, and is basically turned to WWE light or TNA strong. We're gonna see right through the bullshit. Um, I really don't know. Darby Allen is someone who's wrestled a whole lot of death matches. Um, it's been well um, discussed, especially if you can go onto YouTube and type in Darby Allen. Um, you'll see a lot of his hardcore matches that he has with Evolve, a bunch of other stuff like that. Um, so. Everybody thought that Eric Bischoff was going to be at SmackDown. SmackDown wasn't as a strong show as Raw was. Apparently, Eric Bischoff wasn't there. It is said he's going to be taking over July 14th. He's going to be coming in. He's got a few other commitments he's got to take care of. Um, so we'll, we'll see how um, SmackDown changes once he comes along. Uh, let's see here. Eli Drake, who recently left uh, Impact Wrestling, has signed with NWA. Um, a lot of people thought he would have been bound for uh, WWE. But more than likely, they were going to want him to stick around in the developmental. Maybe train guys. He's really good on the microphone. Uh, we've seen Eli Drake talk on the mic. And oh, he's yeah. pretty fucking good, right? Oh, yeah. He's just, whenever he talks, he's just, you know, tune into it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see here. So I actually just watched uh, Finding Out My Family 
And I will say this. A lot of people hyped it. I got some really good ratings, so I kind of had my hopes up. When I watched it, I thought that movie was a sack of shit. I fucking hated it. I thought the girl... The girl's hair bugged me the entire time. It looked terrible. I mean, God damn it, put a brush to it. Um, her brother was fantastic. The dude who played her dad was fantastic. The 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 mom on the, was fantastic. Um, the whole NXT developmental thing to me was just straight up bullshit. Um, I understand what they were trying to convey, that she was the underdog, that she didn't look like all the other girls. Um, she misjudged people. Fine, great, yeah, tell that story. But guess what? At the same time, she was fucking basically a, uh, someone who was lights above. Her inner work was great. And yet, you go through this whole story, and then she has a, she goes to WrestleMania, and then she makes her debut. They don't discuss any of her fucking uh, wins on NXT. The fact that she was the first NXT Women's Champion, none of that stuff. It was just kind of glossed over. And it's just one of those things where you're just like, all right, so we're just not going to talk about her accomplishments down in, in Performance Center. The fact that she was a stud down there, that she had some good-ass matches, you're just going to kind of call her up and then have her cut this cheesy promo um, in the in the ring in there. I mean, it just didn't feel like the real moment that we saw on Raw that night. I mean, I watched that live. I thought it was great. And then I watched the movie, and the movie just didn't have it. And to me, it tells me that the people that reviewed the movie weren't wrestling fans, and they didn't actually go and do research. They'd be like, oh, okay. If they did, they would have shit all over this movie because this movie did not hit the, the marks, the point that it should have. Now, the fact that her brothers got rejected from WWE and they all had a hard time, to me, that was the the best part of the movie. Seeing that that the reality that her brothers, who had the same dream as, as she did, didn't get to live their dream. Um, Yeah, let's see here. Um... Uh, Uh, so so she did a, a, a so speaking of Paige, the reason why I even talked about that. Um, Paige did an interview with uh, Talk Sports Radio, uh, basically that she was after the her GM role, she was offered a producer role. She initially said yes, and then she changed her mind and said no, nah, she doesn't want to do it. Yeah, she still wants to be in front of the camera. Um, so we we'll have to wait to see how her role is going to turn out with the uh, with Oscar. Um, let's see here. The last bit of news I got uh, is that Dila Brown is a full time producer with Impact Wrestling. Apparently, Impact Wrestling is putting on some really good product. Um, I haven't watched any of it. Uh, we'll have to go and watch it. But they are losing talent left and right because they just can't pay anybody. Um, there's still no news on their TV deal. If there is, I haven't seen anything yet. Um, last bit of news I got is that uh, Raw has uh, viewership jumped. Uh, actually jumped. So they were number three in the ratings behind Tucker Carlson and, uh, to, uh, and Hannity. And uh, so it actually went up 10% from last week, which is crazy. So finally, some positiveness. The hype behind Hainman is most definitely helping. Um, man, yeah, I've been talking for a whole fucking hour. I can't believe it. This, these are usually over within 30 minutes when Nick isn't here. Uh, so that's all that I got. Um, let's see here. Uh, Saturday is the Virgil Flynn show. Um, I will be going to that. That will be very, very... Uh, conflicting um i really haven't been able to attend any of the last shows but this will be the last one um it actually will be i believe the anniversary show that they did uh from his passing um the show his school will be 
closing down soon after that. I believe Caljack's going to be there. There's going to be a whole lot of uh, other wrestlers there. Um, hopefully, Shotzi Blackheart shows up because uh, I know they have uh, a whole bunch of shows going on this weekend, basically starting Thursday, Friday, um, his show being Saturday, and then another big show Sunday in the area. I think APW is putting a show on on Thursday, um, and a hood slam is Friday. Yeah, so King of the Indies is coming up too, so I might be attending that. Um, so yeah, um, if you are a wrestling fan, I su- pretty sure you are listening to our fucking podcast. Um, I suggest listen to the Going in Raw podcast this week, especially since uh, Steve isn't around. He's on vacation. Um, they have Cal Jack, who's an indie wrestler. Um, he was on. He was signed to WWE NXT, one of the original ones signed to NXT, along with D'Angelo Dawkins. He actually had a really good intake about D'Angelo Dawkins and how hyped he was because they came in together. Um, and he just gives a whole bunch of inside info that has been really fantastic. It's really good stuff, and I really hope to hear more from him. Um, and if you want to know more about him, you can actually go and watch the Breaking Ground on the network, and he actually you can actually see the man get fired. And that. The moment I saw him, I was like, wait a minute. First time I ever saw him wrestling was at SPW show. Like, that guy looks familiar. Why do he look so familiar? Went home, laid in bed. Oh, fuck. I see him get fired on fucking uh, on Breaking Ground. <laughs> anyway, that's all I got. See y'all next week. Maybe, Nick's, maybe Nick will be here. If he's not, we'll figure something out. Peace out, y'all. I didn't. I was on my phone and then first thing you fucking message just like shit like 10 minutes later. Oh, the drag. Yeah.